Are we all ready to pod the cast? I am ready to pod the cast. I'm going to quickly change the chapter numbers that I actually read. Okay. <laughs> we go. I was like, are you quickly changing your clothes? Because now is not the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Uh, 24. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Ready. I'm hyped up on caffeine and I'm good to go. Cool. I'm a little out of it. So let's do it. Woo. Tonight. I'm so ready that I even have my Star Wars question ready. On Rogue Padron. (laughs) Things suck. Things really suck. Things really suck. But Namir is starting to care that things suck. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. listeners welcome to season 17 mission 5 episode 135 of rogue padron tonight we're Ooh. continuing twilight padron with episode nope with twilight company chapters 21 through 23 a little bit different you know just a little bit of rearranging it's it's not rogue padron unless we sometimes do some things that are chaotic so there you it's go it's fine seth just can't breathe properly but it's fine that's not fine, but it's still, fine. we still applaud Saf for doing show notes, even when she cannot breathe properly. So good with these chapters. Yep. But before we jump into it, a quick reminder of your hosts. If Ash Rogue Nine was a genre of TikTok videos. Oh, we're going to have a theme for this episode. Yeah, she would be the ones where parents and grandparents participate because they have been worn down by their young kids. (laughs) (laughs) Danny, Rogue Six, would be the ones where uh, they go out and they loudly and full of explanatives talk about how great nature is. That's so true. Yes, I may have already done that. See? Seth, Rogue Seven, would be the TikToks that are look like dance TikToks, but really they're PSAs for people to stop being shitty. <laughs> That's true. The only problem there is I can't dance. But then again, a lot of those people can't Neither dance. can the people in these TikToks. <laughs> it's all subjective. There was, there was Your... a video I saw on Twitter a while back, which was a TikTok of someone dancing for a PSA, but there was no text, and it was so awkward. It made me want to uh, die. So your... I watched it like 10 times. You just need to do yeah. it with yoga instead of dancing, right? Yeah. That'd I like good. put my foot up for three-legged dog, and the PSA appears over exactly. my foot. <laughs> okay, that could work. Yeah, because like... When I see white people do those PSAs and TikTok dances, it's not a dance. Um, <laughs> Keith, who is still out in the woods, Rogue Three, um, are those dumbass trick shot TikToks? <laughs> Especially the ones where they also show all the times that they fucked up. <laughs> those are my favorite TikToks. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I would be the artist process TikToks that are mm. also mostly ranting about social issues. Mm. 
All right, we're just zooming through here. No, no, no yeah. commentary to be had. Uh, no speaking, nonsense. Speaking of uh, social issues, no I have a question today. about Star Wars. Uh, oh no! Wow. <laughs> oh no! So uh, I love a question about so Star Wars. So they're releasing the Snyder Cut. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Great. Literally, Let's movie studios can't make new things, so they have no other option but to rehash old footage. Like, look, okay, I'm happy for Snyder that this is happening, but I am not happy for the precedent this is setting for nerds. Yeah. I mean, and Sonic, the Sonic movie already balked, right? Like, they already had to give in to the pressure of, Mm. like, people not liking what they're doing and, like, going back and changing it. And, like, that is also a bad thing, even though, like... Yes, Sonic was horrifying, but it was their <laughs> horrifying choices to make. Especially, I think, in that case, because it did mean that, like, all of these animators are now are going to be in this terrible crunch to recreate And they everything. all got fired because they're busy. They all got laid off right after. Yeah. Yeah. Just the business so, like, went under. Classic. Right. But, like, that, I think, also falls into this bigger problem that we have with the Snyder Cut. Of, like, if you are annoying enough. <laughs> well, you harass creators enough. Right. That, like, you can get your way, which is, like, bad. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of takes online about how, oh, when it's a Snyder Cut, suddenly you're all talking up. But when the Clone Wars got brought back, everyone was hunky dory about I it. I didn't but like I it either. No, I, I complained let's, about let's that too. Let's pull up the wiki, people, because I'm pretty sure you can find this exact same rant about 30 episodes ago. When that <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> More than that. Probably 50 episodes. Yeah. Like, I remember being very happy that the Clone Wars was coming back and very mad that the Clone Wars was coming back because it would empower those bring back legends fuckers. Especially because the way they yeah. did it was they used the hashtag that was being used for the they harassment used... campaigns in the first place. They validated them. <laughs> yeah. They validated yep. the movement. Yeah. So, I, that's... I also think it's really stupid <laughs> that they think that anybody gives a shit outside of, like, 20 nerds on Twitter. Like, really. Like, I don't think anybody really cares about... But somebody bought a billboard. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, Justice League sucked and didn't make much money, right? And it would have sucked and made not not much money, whether it was Joss Whedon or Zack Snyder doing it. I don't understand why they think this is going to work. I do think it will be better. I do think it will be better just because the Joss Whedon version is is so extremely terrible that I just cannot even believe how bad it is. Like... I didn't expect it to be quite that bad, but it is extremely bad. (laughs) I like that we now have moved far enough away from Buffy the Vampire Slayer that, like, we can acknowledge that, that, like, Joss Whedon is not that good. (laughs) I'm so glad that the rest of the world finally caught up with me because I have not liked him forever. Like, (laughs) I did not like him. I watched Firefly, did not enjoy it much, Mm -hmm. and I have not liked the man ever. And I'm so glad that everyone else is dying to hate him, too. So anyway, the like, moral of the story is we told you so about the Clone Wars and we told you so about Joss Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to us. We tried. We tried. <laughs> we tried our best, but the world just didn't listen to us. Yeah. But, um... And yet for some I... reason, we still haven't been invited to the podcast stage at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. What's up with that? <laughs> sure. We didn't apply. Sure. None of us were planning on going. Sure, it's probably going to be still have an offer to pay for our airfare to the con that will definitely be canceled because of the global pandemic. And what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, come on, How dare folks. Lucasfilm, what are you doing? Yeah. Right, we already gave you so many ideas that you, you <laughs> used in your movies and your television shows, so you owe us. 
<laughs> you owe Yeah, us. remember Trost? Remember the, the, the world-renowned and critically acclaimed Trost that unified the fandom and brought everyone together? That was all <laughs> yes. us. That we did that. We, we did, did that. that. Um, I, I, you know, I never want to see an entirely new cut of any of the Star Wars movies. Oh. <laughs> too late. George Lucas already did that. I've already well, seen. I've like, already seen far too many tweets about a. Tr- well, like, I mean, like the, the the things that George does are like so small that they're just like. Like McClunky. McClunky, right? <laughs> or like the biggest him. thing. Right. Or like the biggest thing was like, let's add in this really crappy CGI job of the hut who's very small for some reason. Um see <laughs> that, that we actually tiny it Right. That we like did film and it actually makes no impact whatsoever. But like the rest of the movie's the same. And like I get it. I don't think it was necessary, but it also didn't like no one was clamoring for these. Like no one wanted. Hold on. No one wanted now, this shitty, let me just tell you, I was the first person in line for the hashtag uh, reanimate Jabba campaign. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> that was all me. <laughs> but like, you're right. I, it wasn't. I, I, I would but if I knew about it at the time, I would have been there. I would have paid for that billboard. Of Revenge of the Sith. Where all the deleted scenes of Anakin and Obi Wan added back in, like with the with the droid bloops. <laughs> yeah. I and like the eyebrow conversation, I would be extremely here for that being canon yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah. But like I do not want to see like here's Ryan Johnson's cut of Tross. Like I don't want to have any- I mean if we're gonna get I mean we already kinda got that with the Trevor script being like released. Jesus, we don't need that. Which was movie bad. It was, it was so bad. bad. People who are saying it's better, I'm like, what's what's wrong with you all? No offense, but also offense. <laughs> but also, it was bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of bad, let's talk about Twilight Company, which is not bad, but the situation they're in right now is bad. <laughs> I'm like sitting here feeling like, did we just alienate a whole bunch of our fans? But no, they know by now. No. They know we, by now. You know we haven't. Very, oh, if they, you're if still we... listening to this episode, you know, okay, we're fine. Yeah, if we hadn't already alienated them, like, I don't know what they're doing here still. If I haven't alienated them several movies ago, then like, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Between... well, people like, but I, but I love Zack Snyder. I can't listen to these guys anymore. They're unlisten they're unlistenable. I'm gonna be like, what? I'll be like <laughs> what did you think you, we weren't? Did you know that Zack Snyder made Sucker Punch? <laughs> also, hey, okay, we'll okay. be the first Look, to tell do, you that we're unlistenable. I do love Sucker Punch because it's really stupid and it's got a great soundtrack and those girls look real hot. Yeah, but they're real they're made real hot for dudes and it's gross. Yeah, I know. I know. Also I, I am very gay. I was on a second date with someone and they're like, let's watch Sucker Punch, and I was like, this is awful. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, it was bad. Oh no. That makes me feel a lot better about the hateful eight being my first date with my ex. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. That was a choice we made. I went on a date in high school to the Wolf of Wall Street. That was something. <laughs> No. Wait, as a high school date? Yeah, I worked at a movie theater, so we could. <laughs> of all movies, oh god, oh my god, I kind of end up. <laughs> Especially that whole like mommy and daddy scene. <laughs> he was Little really mighty. into Tarantino. I dated this guy who was really into Tarantino. It didn't work out for obvious reasons, mostly the Tarantino yeah. thing. But 
for like, obvious reasons the right. Tarantino thing. <laughs> See, look, I love I love Inglorious Bastards beyond belief, yeah. but I hate Tarantino beyond belief. He was he was it's, a it's guy. A, he was the type of guy that told yeah. me that I didn't like movies unless I'd seen Fight Club because it was a masterpiece. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Listen, we've That's all like made every single decisions. dude in my film class in university. <laughs> Maybe it's the same guy. My god. Yeah, they just cloned I, him. I mean, I am begging you to watch more movies than Fight Club. <laughs> I haven't even seen Fight Club, and I refuse to at this point. I'm, I'm never gonna. No, I've, I'll probably read the book can, at some point, but I don't want to watch the movie. Can you just imagine someone being like, "The only movie I've ever seen and need to see is Fight Club"? I mean, like the point of Fight Club is the opposite of the point that all these dudes seem to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> anyway. I have never seen the pinnacle of cinema, so I guess I'm missing out. Danny, you've seen Rise of Skywalker. You've seen the pinnacle. <laughs> it can't get any better than the Rise of Skywalker. There we go. That's the Reese of Alice's Alien. There they go. Let's yeah. continue Bye. on. <laughs> Done. <laughs> so we find ourselves back on Planet Crucible uh, once again. That lovely, just, beautiful just place. Just four of us and no one else, because everyone else has turned <laughs> yeah. off the episode. Everyone else is gone. To be fair, we've only ever recorded Rogue Quadrant for ourselves and nobody. Yeah, yeah right. it's If you true. thought we were doing this for you, you... Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong. Just I mean, like, you're all nice and, and all. We like you a lot. Right. We do love you all. But it's just, like, an added bonus. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you people who are still listening and not the ones who are like, peace out. Mag made fun of Sucker Punch. Like, I'm out of here. Like, yeah. stepped in on, like, Firefly. Peace. Like... Yeah, like, if you've made it to this point, we do love you and you belong here. Yeah. If you've made it this far. One of us. One of us. <laughs> it's too late for you. It's too late. Sorry. <laughs> so, yes, Planet Crucible, a place full of hope and beauty, I'm sure. Uh, it's day four of the Battle of the Tower, 19 years after the Clone Wars. Mm, so we're flashing Hazard. back from where we were we're flashing back. before. Oh, yeah, this we're is going so back. confusing. Somehow I've managed to, like, uh, pretty solidly have crystal is like the opening of my chapters i think when i start an episode and i did not plan that nice job yeah yeah anyways hazram knows the battle is lost uh for the record to everybody that thought we spoiled them because we pointed out that hazram's namir was a name previously mentioned we did not spoil you it is previously mentioned in the book and we just connected the dots uh, I think we did spoil them. I think we, we went did back spoil. and looked, and they them. never they never say Hazram and Namir in the same sentence, so we don't nope. know that Hazram is Namir. We're supposed to think that they're really? two different people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. In the flashbacks, wow. it's always Hazram, and the flash forwards, it's Namir. And because we've read it so many times, sworn. we're just like, oh, it's the same person. But like, it's a big reveal I later sworn on. They said Hazram Namir. Did they really yeah. know it? They didn't because yeah, so I was a whole. What? We did a whole investigative the, research in the, the in the Discord. Wow, yeah, and the, and the first time, and the first time I read it when that first was revealed, I was really shocked. I was like genuinely. I mean, I was Pikachu too, but also I'm shocked by even. I was shocked by Tigress, so you know, I can't say much. Well, that's why I'm saying I was shocked. Yeah, <laughs> it's a different yeah. different metric. All right, I apologize to everyone who I just spoiled right here and now again, but also <laughs> this chapter does reveal it, so whatever. <laughs> if you've read this chapter, you already know. Uh, Hezrim knows the battle is lost. His gun has disappeared because it died on the first day of fighting. Great. Uh, it had been given to him in payment for signing on to help the Tower Masters, who called themselves the First Galactic Empire. He doesn't care who owns Crucible anymore. The Empire just seemed like the best choice he had at this point. 
A probe droid spots him, and even though it's ostensibly on his side, not the rebels, he makes a run for it because he knows it won't discern the difference and will call a flyer to drop a bomb on him. Great. He tumbles down a hill and finds Pira, who was like his friend slash romance interest? I don't know. Last time he turns up. Uh, To quote, she smelled like every wrong a human body could suffer. Her leg is destroyed and infected, and Hazram admits that he made a bad call with signing them both on with the Empire, and she's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> that is a great line for a dating profile by the way she smelled like every wrong a human body I, could suffer i smell like every wrong a human body could suffer god mm. i do not want to know what kind of guys would visit you with that no 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 i'm gonna keep mine that i came up with on jelly tarts in bed which is hot haunted and terrifying <laughs> <laughs> see that would catch my attention yeah so much <laughs> Like, I'm gonna put wait, that on my hot, Christian name. And you've got a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haunted by the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> As they sit together, her dying, and his trauma riddled brain trying to think of a way out of the situation with her alive, he has no idea what to think, like, what to say to her while she's still alive. Um, <laughs> before she falls asleep, they talk about bread pudding because she loved the Creed's bread pudding and food i guess is important to them because they haven't had much of it in their lives i love bread but it's a happy pudding. thought for her bread pudding's so good yeah this was very like um marius and um eponine feels of her dying in the war and it's like well let's just talk about flowers and how you're definitely not dying <laughs> who day from les mis oh les miserables Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that's a spoiler for me. Boy, we are just messing people up left and right tonight. Look, that that book's been out for a million Extremely years. Extremely not my fault <laughs> if you did not know that. It's just, it's been on my TBR for so long. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> um, I'm still working my way through the Shakespeare series. Oh, no. To just Isn't get to it? all of the leers, is that why? All yeah. of the kings? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it takes a while to get through those. Um, once she falls asleep, he wanders off to find medicine or something to help her, and he thinks that, like, they can still get away and be fine at this point. Um, and then that night, he watches the hills where they were hiding burn, and he knows that he won't be going back. Because everyone's dead now. And... Now he can't return to the city because he's scared of being hunted and killed for being a traitor or failing his people or becoming like a beggar and being stabbed in the gut by a child like his father. Yep, those are two really crummy options. Yep, <laughs> the city is not great. By the time the tower falls a week ago, he's starving and de- a week ago, <laughs> a week in the future, <laughs> a week later. You know, a week ago. Uh, a week flashback, ago. flash forward, we're just flashing all over the place. <laughs> just flashing everywhere, it's fine. <laughs> He's starving and dehydrated, and so he tails the groups of people heading towards the tower until they reach a rebel camp. This is the first time he's seen the rebels up close. To quote, they look too ordinary to have slaughtered Hazram's comrades so swiftly. Oh my gosh, almost like they're just normal people. Almost. <laughs> almost. Speaking of just being normal people. <laughs> a big alien with four arms and a demon's head approaches him and asks why he wants to join the rebellion. Okay, maybe that he's should be like... your dating profile. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? A big alien with four arms and a demon's head. <laughs> it's pretty sick. 
I I'd, I'd at least message to just see if we're compatible. <laughs> say, I know of at least yeah. one person yeah. that would swipe right on that. I know at least two. Yeah, I guess two now. Yeah. And I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> we just want forearms to hold us. Yeah. Yeah. He stares at the alien for a long time being like, uh, <laughs> is that what I'm doing? <laughs> then he tells him that the Empire killed his friends, which isn't a lie, but it's not entirely the truth either. But to be fair, the Empire did send his friends out to be slaughtered and knew what happened. So, you know. Gadron asks if he seeks revenge. Obviously, it's Gadron. Um, obviously, it's Gadron. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Hazarim says that he doesn't really seek revenge at this point. He's kind of just burned out. Gadrin questions Hazarim about his experiences with war, and Hazarim's just like, a war's a war and nothing can shock me now, and he can instantly tell he said the wrong thing. But Gadrin gives him a second chance, saying that maybe Hazarim can show the rebels something new. So Hazarim offers to talk to another new recruit to see if the guy is really trustworthy, because he can already see that the guy is trying too hard to please and won't admit his failures, while he's trying to, like, look so good. Namir Hazarim's fought in enough armies, and he knows how to read soldiers now. Mm, my bad. It's okay, it's already been spoiled. spoiled. Never tell us secrets is the moral of this episode. <laughs> Extremely spoiled. Oh, oof. Um, <laughs> fought in enough armies, and he knows how to read soldiers. So Gadrin and Hazarim wander the camp, and Gadrin asks his opinions on all of the new recruits. Gadrin asks what Hazarim would think if Twilight recruited everyone, and Hazarim's like, I think the captain needs to look out for his people better. But he also admits that he would try to train them if they were his comrades. Gadrin thinks Twilight has a place for Hazarim after all. That's exciting. Ha Hazarim finally found a family. He found a family. I mean... He doesn't think that he found a family. <laughs> no, at this point he's kind of burned out thinking of his He'll comrades as family because they keep dying. And Does he figure it out him. though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not spoiling that one for you all. Mm. <laughs> Hazram doesn't really believe he's left Crucible until Gadron takes him to a viewport on the Thunderstrike. He stays for a long time after Gadron leaves, thinking of Pyrrha, his father, and everyone else he's left behind. And he's finally free. <clears throat> yep. Planet finally and curl finally free. So free. Planet and curl and curl and curl. On curl. On curl. There it is. <laughs> I'm not doing that if nailed it. <laughs> Seven days before Operation Ringbreaker. Three years later. What is Operation Ringbreaker? <laughs> So they're, they're gonna break find some out. Rings. Breaking some rings. Break some rings. Destroying some marriages. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce portraits. One more like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> the last time Brand had been on, I don't even remember how I said it anymore. Anchorel, <laughs> she'd found the capital city charming. She no longer does. She sold her disruptor and she misses it, but nothing else on Anchorel. Quote, fetched a higher price than a lovingly maintained, excruciatingly deadly, and widely banned weapon. Lovingly maintained. She's my kind of gal. Anyways, there's a little shout out to Death Watch here, so I just wanted to say noise. <laughs> noise! Yeah, Death Watch. <laughs> noise. Yeah. Things, things named Death Wait, Watch. Are we pro Death Watch? <laughs> I think. No. I don't no. know. Well, I mean, isn't it Death Watch that picks up 
captain. Yeah, it's like, like the blue armor. And everything. I'm, I'm it's like cool being slightly pro Death Watch now. I think slightly pro Death. I think they change after the Siege of Mandalore. I think yeah. we need much, to know like the if Death their Star, name... they just have a bad marketing team. Yeah, like I, I mean, think... they were originally run by what's his face. Yeah, I think uh, we need to know Vizla. whether or not they're still called Death Watch. <laughs> it could just because be like keys. Or like clans. Right. Also, like or, the right. shout out here could go both ways because it's st- the survivors of Death Watch. So I don't know if it's the people who survived the Siege of Mandalore who were Death Watch, or if it's right. people who survived Death Watch trying to kill them. <laughs> right. So like, so go one of two ways. Right. Either way, <laughs> we like the people who saved the Mando. <laughs> yeah. I was say, the the timeline here, Din is probably with Death Watch at this point, right? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. No. <gasps> yes. <gasps> no. I don't know. He got picked up during the Clone four, Wars. Is, is this post Clone Wars? Four or five years before the Mando season one. So really, uh, this is a shout out yeah. to our our favorite our baby boy. Yoda father. Four or five years? Din- isn't it like seven years Jern. or so? Dinjern. 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 Um. So well, it's it's right after EFP, right? So it's about a year before Return of the Jedi, and then Return of the Jedi is four years before Mando season one. So that was seven years. Why do I keep getting this wrong? Mando is seven A B Y. So after Battle of Yavin, which is so I think that's what keeps confusing. Four A R O T J. Because R O T J is three A B. No, four A B. Wait, three A B Y. Three A B Y. Knows anymore? I hate Star Wars. <laughs> Why is Star Wars? It might be four ABY. Somebody's probably going to correct me. I think it is. It's probably it's like three plus one. What if it's right? some nerd if pushing it's up like their glasses? Like, excuse me. Empire is three years after New Hope. Jedi is six months after Empire. So okay, so ten- so three point five ABY. Yeah, like and it- Empire takes an indeterminable <laughs> amount of time. Yeah, so it depends so- on where the end of the year is, right? Like and that depends on what planet you're on. Right. It's galactic standard, Danny. <laughs> I just like to but, bring that up every time. That's so which, stupid. Fine. That's how space works, Danny. I don't care. Use a different way to measure How would you time. organize all the different years on the different planets? I would just arbitrarily pick a number. That's, That's what That's what they do! <laughs> it's literally what it does. But they did, you just don't like it. <laughs> I would pick a different number. Oh boy. I will say that I do think their like rubric of judging time is everything after the Battle of Yavin is really stupid. But like, <laughs> Right, because so much I happens mean, yeah. in <sighs> But it makes I mean, sense. Nobody really knows how long the the coming of Christ, so it makes sense. <laughs> It makes sense from like a fan perspective. It's like this happened before Star Wars and this happened after Star Wars. You know, know, most of the galaxy at that point was calling him Luke Jesus Christ Skywalker, so it checks out. I don't love it. I don't love it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of of Jesus Christ, it's a miracle that Ash has stuck it out this long with us, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of miracles. (laughs) We love you, Ash, for being here. We do love you, Ash. Because what if what if me, Danny, and Saf were left up to our own devices? <laughs> Bad times. Bad times. <laughs> Bad times. I'm just imagining me sitting in the afterlife, like surrounded by flames, just being like, "Where did it go wrong?" And the devil is pulling out the entire discography of Rogue Potter and just being like, "I'm going to start on episode one." <laughs> 
Nothing bad happened in episode one. Yeah, episode one's fine. Yeah, but it laid the groundwork for what was to come. It did. Yeah, it really did. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we were such babies back then. We were. Oh, boy. Little did we know. <laughs> Little did we know. <laughs> <clears throat> So Bran finds a weak way and tells him to pass in her thanks to the grandfather of Vice. She gives him a stack of credit chips and heads back to the pod racing track, where the Thunderstrike rests in the amphitheater. Amphitheater? I don't know how to say that word. How do you say it? Amphitheater. Amphitheater. Thanks, Danny. Is that the real way to say it? I like it? the way you say it. I like amphitheater. That's kind of cute. Amphitheater. God, sometimes I wish I made a go home with me here so I could ask her. Anyways, <clears throat> the ship wasn't built for landing, but to repair the ship after Verge's attack... Uh, the engineers needed to power down the entire thing, which meant either finding a flotilla, which unlikely at this point, or a safe place to make planet fall. So now they're hiding in an abandoned pod racing track while dozens of Twilight soldiers work on the ship. If the Empire finds them now, they're utterly defenseless. Apollana's promise is in orbit, also making repairs, so there's literally no protection right now. Yeah, they're completely defenseless because, as we all know, Darth Vader knows his way around a pod racing track. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> Can you imagine Vader showing up and just being like, I'm not going to slaughter you. I'm just challenging you to a race. I'm just going to race you. Winner gets the galaxy. And everyone's like, what? Is this, is this real? Yeah, the entire Star Wars this, universe This feels like a different Darth Vader than we encountered on Hoth a couple days ago. Yeah, right. the, Star yeah, Wars, is a good Star Wars suddenly just works on Mario Kart logic. <laughs> oh my god. Why isn't I mean, that game been I would be made, extremely here for that. Podracer, it has been made. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was great. Sorry, was that great. was really mean. I'm sorry. No, that's a very good point. <laughs> no, you were right. <laughs> You're right and you should say it. <laughs> can you play any character in Podracer? No, but you can play Anakin, so technically a Darth Vader racing game does exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's just Baby Vader. Baby Vader. Baby Vader. Little baby Aww. Vader. And even better, you can play as Sebulba. <laughs> oh my god. That is even, even better. better. <laughs> can I play oh. a smooth Sebulba? Yeah, slightly smoother Sebulba. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> no, slightly smoother Sebulba is going to be hanging out in Dexter Jester's diner. Yeah. I love that, Mr. Jester. Who among us? <laughs> oh, now I'm really hungry now that I've thought of the diner. <laughs> Damn My, it. like, sole mission as a host of season 16 is just to, like, get Abigail's ears to perk up constantly throughout these episodes. I feel like it's working. I, I think so. And Alex Freed is definitely helping with that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of, uh, basilisks, Roach, Roach? Roach and Gadron yes. are chilling out in the dirt, because what else do they have to do right now? <laughs> and Roach rises and heads towards Bran when she sees her. Bran ignores her. Uh, she doesn't necessarily dislike Roach, but she doesn't have answers to all of Roach's questions. Brand is saved by a shout from the sentries, because a stranger is approaching. She takes her place at the gate, targeting the approaching people through, like, slightly ajar gates. One is lean, bronze-skinned, the other is a woman with black hair. Well, goddamn, Namir and Chalice actually made it back. Brand Ugh. cracks a smile. Probably, like, half of a smile, because she's, like, half like, yeah, Namir, and then half of her is like, oh, Chalice. Oh, this lady's back. God damn it. <laughs> this plague upon our ship. Right. <sighs> Back to planet Anchoral, which I spelled wrong. Good work, me. You can't pronounce um, it. You can't spell it. I can't pronounce it. can't spell it. I don't know this. Alex Freed, please explain. 
Just call it Planet Ankle. <laughs> Anky Ral. Anky. Oh, little Anky. That's kind of how I wrote it here. I don't love it. Ankle Ral. Anky Ral. And Curl. I'm a person and my name is Anky Ral. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, Vader can never return to this planet because the name reminds him of his own name. Mm. Five days before Operation Ringbreaker. A bunch of the soldiers have erected a tent city around the prow of the Thunderstrike, because even the dusty outside is better than the interior of the ship, where klaxons just go off for no reason whatsoever while the ship is being repaired. It's a great, unstressful time. <laughs> it's calmer outside, but none of the soldiers are actually calm as Namir walks through. They're all stressed out and grieving. Roach picks her way through the bedrolls to her side, apologizing for them breaking the ship. He laughs. But then his smile quickly fades because the only reply he can think of is, sorry, I lost the captain. Oh, oh. oh. oh boy. <laughs> oh. Namir really had... And he decides, for a good reason, not to say that out loud. Yeah, yeah, good, great. And Namir kind of has that. the Zuko quality of just saying the wrong thing all the time. Yeah. Like, like Namir's he, extremely Zuko he, energy. He's got big... Hello. That, he, Namir here. <laughs> He's got big that's rough buddy energy. Like <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That was the most appropriate thing to ever say. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. That's rough buddy. In fact, I would say that Namir has a pretty good filter in place actually. Like yeah. Namir could never be a podcaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though I would like to hear his accent. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna stop being weird there. Um, <laughs> he looks. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about his accent for a second, <laughs> just dreaming about so it. You dreaming literally have like accent. fantasy face on. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, we should should we leave the call and let Zaf have a minute alone here? Like, what's happening? Mm. We'll just sit here quietly and observe. okay, mm. just look away, I guess. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna... Sorry. I'm thinking about Chalice's accent now. Wait, oh, is, it, is, Namir, is Namir supposed to have, like, a southern accent? Is that it? No, Chalice okay. does. She's got a droll. I don't know what Namir's is, but I like to think it's nice. Yeah. She... It's okay. something, like, rural. Chalice is Chalice a... kind of reminds me of, um, Kathy Bates from The Office. I mean, it's not... It's not Kathy Bates is from a lot of things, but her character from The Office... <laughs> You know, you know, Oscar award winning actress Kathy Bates from The Office. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's like saying, you know, Idris Elba from The Office. Or Will Ferrell from The Office. <laughs> when was Will Ferrell in The Office? He did a little four, little four episode stint on when Michael was leaving. Oh, I did, I stopped watching. No, not from my office. From the Office television show. <laughs> Oh, thanks for clearing that up. I was really confused. Yeah, I thought you worked in the nature center. <laughs> Boy, there are so many ways that was a weird statement. <laughs> oh, 
thank you for that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> we didn't we did need that. Anyway. Ooh. <laughs> anyway. So, Namir did not bring back the captain. Nope. <laughs> Nor did he bring back <laughs> from the office. Uh. <laughs> Namir looks uh, over to find that she's become a true Twilight soldier over the time he's been gone and that she's no longer fresh meat. Oh, she's sad. one of them now. Yeah, that sucks. That's kind of, <laughs> kind of unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of unfortunate, but also means that she's, like, become part of the family. Which is kind of nice. I, if it, you ignore, like, all of oh, the other She's yeah. a ruthless killer now. It means, That's not what it means. It means, it means that now she been, can trust everyone. She's been hacked up. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Though I feel like she already had been a bit. Yeah. What's, what's the phrase? She has the smell of every oh, wrong a human no. body could suffer. Oh, no. <laughs> well-adjusted people don't go into Twilight Company. Yeah. Or if you are well-adjusted, yeah. you don't stay that way. Right, you don't become a part of Twilight Company if you're well-adjusted. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> All of this means that if she's come to him now, there's something she needs from the first sergeant, his rank, uh, not just Namir. <laughs> she tells him that some of the guys are talking about leaving. They still want to fight, but sitting around the open like this is making them antsy, which is fair enough. Yep. Namir big, says he'll talk to them. 2020 mood. <laughs> yeah, big 2020 mood. <laughs> Namir's going to talk to them uh, later, probably. He and Roach walk around together, and he doesn't really mind her company. She doesn't blame him for bringing terrible news back from Hoth, unlike a bunch of other people. Howell is dead, the Alliance is in ruins, and God knows where High Commanders fled. Twilight is totally alone, and they have no idea what's happening in the other movies. Cloud, Cloud, they, went, they went to Cloud City. Go go check out Bespin. That's Bespin. I mean, they went through the Anoat sector before, I think, at some point. <laughs> yes, they did. Yeah. And yeah, then, that's, what I, well, that's what I said. Uh, Wrong timing. The Anoat sector. And then Lando get... system? Yeah, it's, a, it's the, in the, yeah. Lando the Lando system. system. Okay. Yeah, it's a shout out to the Mowage Uprising, uh, which is set in the Anoat sector. <laughs> God. Same Meg. I don't, I don't know what that is. And then they get swallowed by a worm, the end. That's the end of Star I'm Wars. I'm a fake fan. Yeah, Namiya's totally going to be like, you know what? Maybe they're inside of a space worm. <laughs> and everyone's like, maybe they're what? <laughs> Namiya's like, I just I just had a feeling for a second there, just a weird feeling. Oh, what I'd give to be swallowed by an Exogorth. <laughs> right now that sounds Why pretty nice. ride at Star Wars land? It actually sounds pretty nice right now, TBA. Yeah, being stuck inside of a giant space worm with an atmosphere inside of it, like yeah, lots of Minox to keep you bad. company. Well like Han and Leia yeah. were stuck in an Exogorth and they like got together during that period. So... They smooched. Yeah. I want to kiss Harrison yeah. Ford in a giant space worm. Oh my god, there should be <laughs> Star Wars Land should have like, you know the romantic like swan boat ride. It should be that. Dude, you can like, kiss Harrison Ford, I'll kiss Carrie Fisher. But so you like you're in tiny Millennium Falcons. Yes. And you're going through. Oh, that's cute. And then it like starts getting like wobbly. That. The Minox like starts sucking on your faces. Like, in. And, and it's like, a metaphor there's... for how you're supposed to start sucking each other's faces. Yeah, and, and there's like, like cling to each other. There's like yeah, fake three yeah. PLs going. Oh. <laughs> but then like three. P- but then like when you're making out with your partner, three PO comes up and taps you on the back and is like, "Excuse me, I have something I need to say here." Right. Every time you start smooching, there's another three PO screaming. <laughs> That's not it. They really want to like have those emotional highs and lows, yeah. which are like yeah. telling of a good narrative ride, I guess. Right. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> it's a roller coaster of feelings, though, not a literal one. <laughs> yes. It's a sloshy boat ride. 
They're like, it's a new kind of roller coaster. That's how they have emotions. It's <laughs> <laughs> a theme park where you can just sit at home and have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 twenty twenty, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> We're all on a roller coaster we can't escape. It's true. Okay. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so is Namir. <laughs> Namir. Poor Namir. When Namir and Chalice had originally found the debris and destroyed Flater where the flotilla should have been, he told himself that Twilight always survives and he clings to that. No matter how bad the battle, it always survives. He'd remembered the data chip Brand had given him and followed its coordinates to Ankoral. Ang- oh, fucking Ankerel. 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 Yeehaw. <laughs> it's an, it's an Ankerel. Yeah, no. Death Watch must be here because it's like cowboy land. Yeah, it's a corral. Yeah. Corral. I mean, it is definitely there. Ankerel. Yeehaw. Pew, 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 pew. There we go. We cracked it. I yeah, love the like visual egg. of Mando's as cowboys because literally the second episode of Mando, Queel's like, hey, you can ride this thing. You're a Mandalorian. <laughs> He's a cowboy. Yeehaw, here's your last. <laughs> Does everyone remember uh, Boba Fett's classic spurs that every Star Wars fan <laughs> knows? <laughs> classic Boba Fett spurs. Those classic Boba Fett spurs, that classic <gasps> part of his outfit, the quintessential in the cowboy yeah. hat. Don't forget when the I think hat. of Boba Fett, I think of cowboy spurs. <laughs> I think of the cowboy spurs. <laughs> I'm sorry, that article is still killing me, like, weeks later. Because <laughs> I went on, like, a sleep-deprived rampage trying to figure out if Boba Fett actually had spurs. <laughs> he does not have spurs. He does not. There are no spurs on his boots. No. Boots with the spurs. <laughs> I thought I was growing crazy. I was like, does every Star Wars fan know he has spurs? No. Is this, like, a random thing I've missed? Was this an empire or something? It's not real. <laughs> We're just fooling you. Well, there is that and moment. I was like, in do the, we even see I mean, Boba Fett's feet? Is this like Moff Tarkin again? We're like, he's got slippers on the whole time. We just don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. The secret spurs. <sighs> Apparently, Slightly. the original script of Empire Strikes Back, instead of Boba Fett, his name was Boots Spur Fett. Never mind. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with this. In Empire, waiting for it. In Empire, he has spurs, and in Jedi, he has slightly smaller spurs. <laughs> and that's why he died. Yeah, exactly. Keep big. Or there's two Boba Fett's, and the one in the Mandalorian is is the one that's still out there looking for Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon. And he was the one with spurs all along. Yeah. Maybe Boba Fett's spurs were just the friends we made along the way. <laughs> it's very confusing for Star Wars fans being on Anchorol, uh, because. There's just spurs everywhere, and they're like, "Who's Boba Fett? I can't see him." Right. That—that's what's confusing for Star Wars. I can hear right him, now. but I can't see him. <laughs> it's very confusing. In it's my true. brain, Ankerel is now like a honky tonk that's got like a mechanical blurg in the corner, and the Mandalorian. <laughs> yes! Wow, we have come up with a lot of excellent ideas for Disney parks. I mean, isn't that isn't we that wrote, we wrote a movie for them? Is? Now we're de- designing a theme park for them. I mean, yeah, that is what a racing track basically is. Right. It's like it's like NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, as a person who's been to a NASCAR race, it has very similar energy. <laughs> See? There we go. You watch it for the crashes. <laughs> We've got a first-hand source right here. 
<laughs> oh, we're we're the greatest. My- Sister Wars, we're still doing your work. <laughs> My childhood secret shame is I used to be very, very into NASCAR. Like it was. I love this. I-, <laughs> I know you just like feel like you had a big moment of like revealing this hidden truth about yourself, Ash. But that is maybe the least surprising thing I've learned about anyone tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry to like take the oomph out of the moment. Do a I bit, just give like, off big NASCAR energy? Like, big NASCAR. It's, it's not that you do, but it's also you don't not either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need to reevaluate my life and my decisions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Ash's NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> There's only one race. I saw Ash the first time. I was like, oh, she likes NASCAR. <laughs> My nickname in high school was Ash Car. That's... Wait, really? That <laughs> I genuinely can't no. tell if that was a joke or not at this point. Oh, I really said that that wasn't real. <laughs> We're all very hopeful for a minute there. This feels My... like my childhood love of basketball. My nickname what? in high school was Nashville, though, because that's what people thought my name was, because they didn't realize that a- that my name was Ash and not Nash. They thought it was short for <laughs> Why would they say that? <laughs> oh, big red versus blue energy there. Saf, was your nickname in high school Saf Skitball? <laughs> no, but I did get called Sphere for a while. It was what? Sphere. Oh, Fear? Okay. Sphere. Yeah, sphere? I learned the word sphere. Sphere or like... fi- sphere. Sphere. Oh, sphere. Sphere, like a round object. Oh, I thought you said fear. <laughs> no. I wish. Sphere. I wish. What a nickname. Sphere, that was probably how a lot of people felt about me. No, sphere, because <laughs> that we learned the word in like, what, year three? And they're like, oh, that sounds kind of like your name. So they call me Sphere, and I was like, this is so stupid. That doesn't... <laughs> Yeah. We are the same person, Seth. <laughs> Ironically, this was in the class that was, uh, my teacher was called Mrs. Ball. <laughs> uh, <aww. laughs> That's unfortunate. Who was my favorite teacher at the time, so you know. <laughs> oh my god. Wait, were we talking about, good thing we only do like two chapters tonight. <laughs> yeah, because we are. It's okay, we don't need chapters to talk. No, we're out of here. <laughs> I feel like we're giving listeners an emotional roller coaster ourselves we because are. we're getting like Twilight Company and then we're getting Mrs. Ball. <laughs> Mrs. Ball and her students fear. You know. <laughs> I can't believe they call, they call she Sphere. Children are very unoriginal. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's really stupid. Literally any new word we learned that had like an S in it and sounded kind of oh, weird, they would call me that. <laughs> the future is so bright. You can tell I went to a very white school. Yeah. Originally, for like the first three years of school, and then I did not go to Well, no, I did. Never mind. Never mind. You can tell it was very white. <sighs> yeah. No, I was thinking of my high school, which wasn't as white but my primary schools were okay they were just also extremely rural so yeah. whenever like these kids learn a new word they're like "Ooh, new word right and like when you say isn't as white doesn't mean it's not not white no i le- legitimately just forgot like who i actually went to primary school with for a second there okay. i thought that and i was like no never mind that's fair never that's mind. fair yeah yeah no yeah <sighs> 
Sorry, I'm just wearing primary school. That was a fun time. Was it? <laughs> Back when things were so simple, all I had to do to get people to leave me alone was bite them. <laughs> now if I try to do that, I'll go to jail. No wonder your nickname was Fear. <laughs> See, that's why I wish my nickname was Fear and not Fear. <laughs> you got the S off and it's perfect. <laughs> also, I think that strategy would probably still work for you today. No, I would go to jail now. No, you really? just You could go to jail to for biting them. someone? Yeah, it's assault. No, because I'd I'm be sure like, that's assault, right? Also, because oh, there's the whole like spit thing. There's the whole spit thing. If the I whole, spite a stranger, they'll be like, the "Oh, you're trying to infect COVID me now. stuff." All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Pandemic. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please don't bite. It's anybody. even more frowned upon now yeah. to bite someone than it was previously, unless there's consent. Oh. But at the moment, still probably not a great idea. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> Oh, this is the wrong podcast for kids lesson. I'm doing it anyway. Kids? No, you need a kids you need a kids lesson here. <laughs> Bite as yeah, many people as here. you can while you can. While you can. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Live it up while you can. It only gets worse from there on out. Yeah. Go go nuts. <laughs> go nuts with the biting. <laughs> All of the parents listening to this are just like, oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, all the parents listening to this podcast with their children. <laughs> <laughs> it is a large a large demographic of ours. Hi baby Tycho, you better not be listening to this. My my Discord cut out and I just came back to someone saying all the biting or like we encourage by yeah. whatever that just something biting and I Yeah, you're you know, right. That's yeah. exactly what we yeah. said unfortunately. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I forgot where I am. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he followed its coordinates to Anchorol. Uh, yeah, the data chip that Bran gave him being like, in case of emergency, use this. And I guess she's just a genius at planning. Namira had hope then of finding Twilight wounded, but determined to continue on. Instead, he's found a broken unit barely holding on to hope of its captain returning. Well, fuck. Yep. Hmm. On paper, Twilight's been through worse. (laughs) 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 But in reality... It has not been through worse because this time Hal and Sargon, Sargon are dead. The bridge crew is dead. There's not a single ranking officer with command experience left to lead them. Dead. And now Namir is one of the top people, which is great. Great. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. <laughs> it's so good. He meets with Hober and Von Gies every day and the rest of the remaining senior officers to pretend that they're actually doing something. Gadrin is also there because even though he's not a senior officer, everyone just respects his advice anyways. <laughs> Why? Namir brings up... <laughs> what? Why? Stop because, respecting Because he just speaks in a very... In the tone of voice that you just, like, immediately trust. You're just like, wow. It's a power that, thankfully, Gadrin does not use for evil. Thank God. Yeah, or else we'd be fucked. Gadrin has big yeah. influencer energy. <laughs> Do not call Gadrin an influencer. <laughs> he does say the kind of things that they would put on their captions, though. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it. I do hate it. Though. I hate it. You would never. Because even if you miss, Namir is too. Oh, sorry. Namir is Shoot too for the honest. moon. Because even if you miss, you will land among the stars. <laughs> Namir's just like, what the fuck does it mean? If I land among the stars, I will die. I kind of want that to be like a text tone. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that to be my ringtone. Shoot for the star. <laughs> And it's not like I'm around other people, so like (laughs) just for yourself. It's just for me. Just a little treat for me. 
You have, can have. some Gadrin for a treat. For a treat. Some Gadrin The Mia brings up. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Gadrin. brings up what Roach what said. What would the hashtag be? Gadrin's patient. No, Gadspiration. That's, I think that's Gadspiration. 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 Yeah. Perfect. We're so stupid. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Namir brings up what Roach said about desertion, and Hobra says that they'll start to fix things at the funeral, because it's past time for one at this point. Namir is like, everyone is going to want to go to this funeral, so we should delay it till after the repairs, and then he's kind of bitter, because he's just like, I guess I'm outvoted on this one, because he is. Yeah. Sometimes it's important to give people these things, even if it stops work for a little while, okay, Namir? Just because you're numb doesn't mean everyone else is. I'm, I'm on Namir's side on this. This is not a practical decision that they're making at a very critical time. Yeah, but sometimes you don't have to make practical decisions. This is part of like leading a team, is you've got to make the decision that actually works. I know. That's why I don't lead teams. <laughs> same. Big same. <laughs> you sounded so depressed, Danny. <laughs> Danny's like, you're not allowed at funerals. <laughs> well, why did they have to have a funeral for this guy? Why didn't they have a funeral for all their hundreds of other friends? They're literally having a funeral for everybody. It's That's for the point everybody. of this funeral. Oh, okay, sure. Not just Hal. <laughs> Danny, did you ever read the seems, chapter? Seems a little rainbows and unicorn to me. Sure, this is for everybody. Like, clearly they're just trying to... Okay. I'm, <laughs> Danny, I'm why are you, dying. Oh, are you getting into character for Twitch? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just a terrible human being i guess <laughs> no i do feel like you're doing the method acting with twitch right now yes bitter and 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 mean what was it sharp sharp sharp, sharp. bitter, and, bitter sharp. and sharp yeah Oof. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am so glad that this is happening right now. <laughs> wait the funeral or <sighs> oh, this, Me- mega's pro funeral <laughs> I am pro funeral. <laughs> I guess pro feelings. Yes, I have feelings, okay, <laughs> and I like to express them with other people. Overrated. <laughs> After they'd left Hoth, Chalice hadn't said anything at all. Namir could tell she was deeply traumatized after her encounter with Vader, but his numbness was too valuable to spare any empathy for her. And honestly, I've been there, so big mood. He finds her in the mid-bay before Hal's funeral, and he tells her that the funeral is tonight, and she just nods, and he gets pissed that she's saying nothing, because she wouldn't be alive without Hal, and Amir, her throat is super bruised, oh my god! She got choked! <laughs> like, you can literally see, like, the massive bruising around her throat at this point, and he's like, why won't she say anything? How is Free the first author to, like, explore the after effects of being forced choked? Right? Like, no one else has ever considered, like, hmm, what are the physiological implications of being force choked? I don't know. I guess because they don't explore the implications of anything. Like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Krennic got frickin' force choked, and, like, seven seconds later, he's like, are we blind? You're playing the garrison! Like, nope. I mean, he was into that, so... I was about to say. (laughs) He's had practice. He's had practice, hasn't he? (laughs) Yeah, he yeah. has. <laughs> he's, he's built up those throat <laughs> muscles or whatever. I mean, you see that little smirk at the end of that scene yeah. there. That <laughs> <laughs> was first time. Yike. Danny, you weren't wrong. Extreme, yeah. I'm also surprised I'm still here sometimes. <laughs> 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 yeah, fair enough. <laughs> kidding. Can't judge you for that. Kidding. Everyone tweet nice things Are at you? Ash this week. We don't want her to leave. We do not. <laughs> yeah, please keep her. We already lost Tate. And she's, she's stuck around in spite of us, not because of us. So we need your help on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
Can that be our listener question? Just say nice things about Ash. <laughs> sure, I don't I, I'm down with that. <laughs> okay. All right. Especially because Ash has to read. <laughs> oh Ash no! Like, I hate this. I hate this. Ash, you have to learn this. how to take compliments. This is for you. This is for your benefit. Oh, no. I love how we're all projecting this onto Ash, as if none of us have this problem. It's just Ash. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Okay, I'm you know just... what? To make it fair, to make it fair, we should make it that they have to say one nice thing about each of the hosts. <laughs> we, we're we're yeah. a pretty self indulgent podcast to begin with. I feel like that's crossing the line. <laughs> No, no, I'm making it a thing. Meg, you have to learn how to take compliments too. No. So do you, Danny. Oh, it's okay. like, oh, oh. It as we're learning how to take compliments. It's just, no, that's, it's I'm, just I'm serious sc- there. We all have to learn this It's skill. just a screwed up group therapy session is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Really? Look, look, we need it, okay? <laughs> Please say nice things about us. We need the validation. <laughs> we need the validation. We need the validation. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Namir tells me. <laughs> We are swinging violently <laughs> between laughing at ourselves and going to Twilight Company where everything is very dark. <laughs> and it is killing my brain. Hi, Spud. Hi. <laughs> swinging violently. Speaking <Sorry>. <laughs> <Very> violently. <laughs> Namir, who is all pissed, is he tells her that Hal isn't around anymore to protect her and she needs to find a way to contribute and stop lying around in mid-bay and being useless because her throat's all fucked up because she's traumatized because <laughs> honestly we're all traumatized here all of us come on chalice yeah chalice how dare you be traumatized right now yeah how dare you namir she <laughs> namir you need to like have therapy not force other people to work through their trauma <laughs> though to be fair everyone is struggling right now and she does need to help a little bit she finally speaks and asks why prelate verge a literal child was sent to attack Twilight while Vader was on Hoth. Namir doesn't get it, and she eventually just gives up and lays down. And honestly, <laughs> Chalice, do you really think you're more important than the Alliance High Command? And do you really think Namir would get it? <laughs> I felt for her. So in many this questions. <sighs> That's rough, buddy. That's rough, buddy. Namir's just like, That's rough, buddy, and leaves. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what Namir is doing. <laughs> And now we have a dramatic reading. To Helen Mad, Micah Yvonne, first and only captain of Twilight Company, and the best damn commander in the Alliance. The Empire is a safer place without him. It was Charmer's toast, drawn out and stilted, but without a stutter. Namir raised his mug of steaming cris- crimson fluid alongside Gadrin, Brand, Twitch, and Nimonov, one of the X-Wing pilots on leave from Abelena's Promise, making a rare appearance among Twilight soldiers. Roach had volunteered to stay at the Thunderstrike on Sentry Duty. Another table of company troops just sat just across the aisle in the roasting orange light of the Ancural Cantina, shouting their own toasts and stories of past battles. We'll make him proud, Brand said softly. The group drank together. Namir winced at the too sweet, chemically fruity taste of the wine. The funeral had been simple, in the Twilight Company tradition. In an effort to bolster morale, Namir and the other senior officers had agreed to allow squads out afterward on limited leave. It couldn't make anything, couldn't make things any worse. Namir supposed, and he had to admit, it felt like some normalcy had returned. He was in the clubhouse again, watching Ajax sheet of cards. He was on Venzite celebrating a win against the Imperials with the locals. Come up to me on Bamiar, Twitch said into her drink, 
Gadrin and Charmer leaned forward to listen. After we took that stinking port. Chinodra. Bran said. Twitch shrugged. Chinodra came up to me during the cleanup. Thought I'd mess up bad with what Ajax and me had done. Howl started talking about the buildings instead. Something about the arches and columns. Like I cared. Guy was a freak. Oh, a surprise Gadrin appears. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, now you know how I felt during the Wraith books. There was no subject outside his interests, Gadrin said. Vectrin believed Howl had been a teacher before the war. It would explain much. Sagon knew who he used to be, Bran said. They were close. Nimir rotated his mug and smirked bitterly. But Sargon's gone, too, so the mystery remains. Howell dies a legend. We knew his heart and oh. his passions. Was he really so mysterious? Namir shrugged. Doesn't matter where I come from, anyone with the gall to lead an army dies a legend. It's the last thing you can give. I don't follow, Nimanov said. The other shifted uncomfortable. It wasn't the right topic for the night, Namir knew. He blamed at the drink for his rudeness and didn't stop talking. It's a lot easier, he said, to fight over a legend than it is over politics or religion. You don't even need to pretend to think things through. You die a legend, your followers are set with an excuse to keep warning for generations. Gadrin's tone was patient and conciliatory. Oh boy. Uh, then we must take pains to remember how as a man. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's elbow. You go on Yoda there. You're over. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Then we must take pains to remember how as a man, not a myth, and avoid such a trap. The others nodded tensely, all eyes on Namir. He forced himself to smile and conceded the point with a small, dismissive gesture. He hadn't come to the cantina to argue. The conversation moved on. Between fresh rounds of drinks and filthy jokes from Twitch and Charmer's gentle goading of Mimona, the group told stories of Howell and Twilight Company. Bran reminisced about the open recruit on Demoloc when Howell had been shot by an Imperial spy pretending to be fresh meat. When he'd woken up two days later, he'd been incensed to learn that Sargon had called an early end to the recruitment drive. Charmer spoke of the dark days after the company's losses on Magnus Horn, when the Alliance had tried to reassign the survivors to other infantry units. Howell had fought to keep his troops together and save the company from obliteration. Late in the evening, after Namir had bribed the bartender into ignoring the shattered mugs and broken chair at the second twilight table, the mourners began to drift back to the Thunderstrike in twos and threes. Even tipsy, no one was stupid enough to make the trip alone. Eventually, Gadget and Namir were the only ones left. I never liked him, you know, Namir said. I know, Gadget replied. The skin looked like embers in the angry cantina light. I still can't picture Twilight Company without him. Gadrin nodded slowly and folded two hands together. A low trilling sound came from his throat, as if he were holding back <laughs> words that struggled valiantly to escape. <laughs> there is truth to what you said about legends. He finally admitted. They should never be brought back. Uh, I'm sorry, I mean... It is easier to fight when a symbol is close at hand. We are all dedicated to the struggle against the Empire. I doubt no one's bravery, nor anyone's understanding of the profound evil our age confronts. But how focused our hopes, and if Twilight is to endure, it needs that focus. A dream, a goal. Or something, Namir said. 
or something. Kedron agreed. Right, right now, we barely got a ship. Kedron laughed, as if that concerned him not at all. Ha 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 ha! The captain! He said. Never worried about strength or numbers or equipment. He believed so long as he acted according to his tenets, Twilight could not be killed. He was a zealot, Namir said. No. Gatchard replied, and the word came out with forceful resolve. He was a man of reason, but I cannot explain him either. Then I don't suppose it matters, Namir said, and finished the last of his drink. Crazed zealot or inscrutable genius, we still don't have a future without him. <laughs> Denny. <coughs> Denny, I feel like you really found his voice at the end there. I'm so proud of you. Oi. That was amazing. But also, now you know how I felt through all of the Wraith books. <laughs> <laughs> this is your rant. <laughs> <laughs> After the funeral, Namir has the cabin to himself because Roha is dead. Great. And everyone else has chosen to sleep outside. The silent darkness brings back reminders of a collapsed tunnel on Hoth, and he half dreams the trauma of Hoth with Vader and the darkness and everything else, which was bad. Vader terrifies him now. He gets it now. And he's starting to understand why the people of Twilight don't turn away from fighting when hopelessness threatens their cause, because there's a darkness that's threatening to take over the entire universe and they have to fight. He thinks of the promise he made on Hoth after taking, talking to the rebel freighter captain, Han Solo, that if he can't get behind what Twilight believes in, maybe he should walk away. They deserve better than him. Quote, He loved them all, Gadrin and Brand, Chalmer and Roach, Twitch and Hober, Roha and Beak, the Comtech Twilight had never replaced, Pira. God, I love a good listing thing. <laughs> I know I said that before in a previous chapter, but goddamn, I love it. I love lists. <laughs> I love a good list. <laughs> I love a good tragic list. <laughs> Which is also every to-do list I make every day. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh, that hit too close to home. Ooh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That hit us both too close to home, I feel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Namir can't abandon them now, broken and bleeding in the middle of nowhere. By morning, he's still confused about his role and where he belongs. But he knows he has to do something. Find a way to give Twilight hope after Hal's death. A way to fight the Empire. He just doesn't know how. Not yet. Look at him. That's called character growth, baby. <laughs> character growth, baby. <laughs> baby. Um, good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Good for him. It only took, like, the worst possible thing happening, but he yeah. got Yeah. Yeah, it sure did. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope he's okay. We'll see. Uh, He's fine. I'm sure he's fine. Sure, everyone turns out really fine in this in this book. It's great. It's fine. Totally fine. Yeah, I honestly can't actually remember how this book ends, and I'm scared. Oh, oh, okay. I genuinely cannot. I remember it in bed, but I don't remember how it ends. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I read this fairly recently. Oh, oh yeah, I haven't finished it yet because I'm reading it as I go. Yeah, so. yeah. Ew. Ooh, this will be fun. <laughs> A good time for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure everybody. Daddy, did you completely destroy your voice? Yes. Are you are you like chalice now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually, yes. Yes. my my experience of doing a dramatic reading as a basilisk is equal to chalice's trauma of being force choked by Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> exactly equal. Speaking of Darth Vader, 
All right. Uh, last week's listener question was, we recently learned about Vader's all-staff emails. Let's switch from Vader's professional life to his personal. Describe a video Vader would post to his personal TikTok account. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. Uh, Tom the fanboy said Vader uses TikTok's duet feature to make force memes. When people fall or something moves or they just make a weird face in a video, he gestures his video to make it look like he used the force to make it happen. For a while, he would gesture without using the force just to see if people recognized his memes before choked them or threw them around. He loved to hear a rebel spy say, hey, it's that guy from TikTok before they died. Secretly, he stole- <laughs> this is a long one. Okay, secretly he stole this from Kenobi for <laughs> I can't read for Kenobi Force Goats dot dot com. Anytime somebody comes- oh god, it's very loud. It's very loud. What is what is this link? It's very loud. Oh no. Okay, can you describe it for the rest of us? Uh, okay, hang on. I'm gonna mute it. I'm gonna mute it. Uh, it says use the force and really bad like word graphics um and then it has a bunch of gifs of obi-wan doing the force thing from the phantom menace and then it switches to a gif of a bunch of cows falling over <laughs> as if he's force pushing the cows okay. <laughs> anytime somebody calls him out on it he sends the inquisitors after them the brothers and sisters record a tiktok of them getting force choked to death then vader adds a duet of him making the choke gesture <laughs> So I just love the idea of Ribbles being like, oh my god, it's the guy from TikTok before he kills them. Right. Like, that's what they say? That's, that's what, what they, they recognize him from. <laughs> it's like oh, the yeah. new rebel recruits who don't really know what's going on, but they definitely recognize that guy from TikTok. Right, right. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. that guy from TikTok. Bro, bro. Uh, and then they did Ben Warman said Vader's TikTok is nothing but dance routines to pop songs often including the Inquisitors so they can coordinate their outfits and Stormtroopers <laughs> as backup dancers of course oh my so God. just that oh, I do love some dancing so just that really crappy connect game shut Star- up <laughs> galactic dance off was amazing <laughs> <laughs> whoa everyone mark your bingo cards we found a Star Wars thing that Meg likes it's Galact. It's Star Wars oh Connect Galactic Dance Off. And wait, is that the right. one with um? That's the where the Han Solo, I'm Han Solo. comes from. I'm Han Solo. No, that shit's so good. I played I'm that with Aubrey in um Santa Cruz, it's and it's so, so much fun. Right. I played with Aubrey in Santa Cruz with my broken knee, and it was. So I fun. have all of the songs on my iPod um, because I like listening to them when I work out. Um, especially Kashyyyk is my favorite. It's a good one. Yeah. But also Empire Today, because who doesn't love a YMCA cover? (laughs) (laughs) And there's a dance move called Yub Nub, where you do this. It's great. It's great. I know. We're not recording our videos, Meg. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know. (laughs) Brian said Vader's TikToks are 15 second makeup tutorials, except painted on his mask. Oh, I really love that. Oh, I love that so much. He walks <laughs> out into the like the hallway of stormtroopers with with like lipstick and eyeshadow on, and the first stormtrooper is, "Sir, sir, you forgot to." Vader says, "What? What did I forget to do?" The stormtrooper goes, "Nothing. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> you look great today, sir. You look, you look wonderful. You look so great. Yeah. Did you do something new with your helmet? So <laughs> look shinier." Um, Dylan said Vader's TikTok is the Rogue One hallway scene, but he syncs his moves up to Taylor Swift. Look what you made me do. <laughs> that's so good Yobzy said Natalie Portman Vader writes an extensive LinkedIn post about the finer points of choking as a part of a management strategy I'm not cool enough to know what Anakin Vader would do on TikTok (laughs) (laughs) 
Abby no, said seriously. <laughs> Abby said Vader's TikToks would just be a shit ton of those just did a bad thing videos, but it's just but it's the just did a good thing sound instead of him showing off all of his kills. <laughs> <laughs> and raising fangirls said Vader's TikTok equals Carol Baskin dance. I don't know what that means, I, but I I watched is that from Tiger King. I don't know what this is. Hang on, it is from Tiger King. I'm not, but I don't know what the dance yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know about this. This is a dance challenge compilation. Oh, how to do the Carol Baskin TikTok dance? <laughs> what is TikTok? I don't want to live doing? in this timeline anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not up to date with what the kids are doing these days. Well, if I have, as I was if gonna I look it up, given, but I keep getting ads, so never mind. As if I haven't given Dylan enough good content in this episode, I would like to award her glistening body for the Vader Taylor Swift "Look What You Made Me Do." That talk. one's so good. That's good because I want to see that in real life. It is good. Yeah, that one's so good. So, um, I also want to do that, so I'm just gonna zoop. <laughs> Dylan gets two. Yeah, it's gonna zoop, zoop, and say that. Yeah, also, wow, I see we're missing a response from someone. That's interesting <gasps> notice that too yeah huh huh well he's definitely gonna have to i wonder if, i wonder question. if there'll be a response to next week's question i wonder <laughs> if he knows what's good for him he'll be the first one in <laughs> and i think we lost ash so just to keep Whoop. the train rolling here uh meg do you want to share what next week's listener question is? okay um if you weren't listening to the early part of this so, if you're one of our many listeners that just fast forwards to the end to hear the questions so you can participate. Yeah. You just like to hear me do the outro oh. for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so this week's listener question, which is more of a request than a question, is to <laughs> validate us. Say one nice thing about each host. Because mm-hmm. all of us sometimes don't think nice things about ourselves. So, Saf, are you going to make us all read the thing about ourselves, basically? Is that how this is going to work? Oh, yes. I do like that. Okay, so basically, we have to read whatever the listeners say about us. Yeah. Forcing you all to read nice things about yourselves. You're assuming that our listeners are going to say nice things about us. Can I read all of my... Can I read all of my compliments in my Melvar voice? (laughs) No, you have to do it completely sincerely. No. <laughs> I want to do my Gavin voice. No, don't, don't no, do sincerely. it. Don't do it. That chops up your throat. But then I just have to actually listen to myself saying the nice things in a normal yeah. voice. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. Hmm. That's the point. Seems, that sucks. This, this seems like manipulation. I don't like these rules. <sighs> well, it's a learning experience, okay? Staff's in charge, so I guess. Yeah, I am in charge right now, and so you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Leader of the leader of the spheres. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So to answer our question, to answer our request, hit us up on Twitter at roguepodron. You can email us roguepodron at gmail dot com. Our website is roguepodron dot com. Every dollar we earn on Patreon gets us one step closer to creating a canon Yaddle movie. Join the effort today at patreon.com slash It's happening. Do it. We gotta do it. (laughs) Subscribe via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google, whatever, your favorite podcatcher. Rate and review us on iTunes. Um, If (laughs) if we haven't alienated you. (laughs) Rate and review us on iTunes. 
help us spread the joy of Star Wars amongst the people. Yeah. Also, we have no reviews and that makes me sad. <sighs> also, I would like everyone to know that I wrote these Patreon things like a million years ago, and so reading them is also an experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, the next one's fun. Oh, I like the next one. Well, next week's gonna be well, great. speaking of next ones, <laughs> join us for <laughs> next time on Rogue Padron, Twilight Padron, for Star Wars Battlefront, Twilight Company, chapters 24 through maybe 27? We'll see when we get we'll there. We'll see. We'll see. We're playing this a little loosey-goosey. <laughs> and with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. So we need a new person. We need Niminov. Mig, do you want to be Niminov? Sure. Because you're also narrator. Yeah. <clears throat> it was Charmer's Toast. Drawn out. Wait, no, no, no. We, we are starting at the little paragraph before that. Wait, oh. who is, the little, who is little everyone else? Okay, well, we're the usual people. So you're... Oh, wait, Mig, you're Charmer, aren't you? Yes. Oh, never mind. I'll take Niminov then. And Ash right. is so we have and you're yeah. Brand, and I'm Twitch. Yes. yes. And Twitch yes. is okay. cold and bitter. Bitter and sharp. Bitter and sharp. Yeah. Oh, sharp. <laughs> Daddy, you were doing it just before when you were channeling Twitch. Uh, okay. Picture a block of cheese in it's your okay, mind. You this. And then... Picture a what in my mind? A, a block, block of cheese! <laughs> a block of cheese? Oh, like a sharp what cheese. Cheese makes me happy. <laughs> but it's sharp! Ash, you're fine. Imagine how a sharp cheese makes you feel and then use that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Smell some of that French cheese. I know that. that. I may or I, I may or may not have drank a little bit before we recorded the podcast. I'm just having. Oh, that's the way to go. Seven p.m. Podcast. caffeine. This is great. All right, let's do it. Let's get. Sad. All right. Okay.